Hey, yo, what it do? It's your boy, Rue, and welcome to Ruality. Yes, this is my podcast, a branch off the Sofrito Speaks, Sofrito Speaks umbrella. Y'all know I can't talk, so don't play me. All right, so I have my first guest here. I am very excited. We just shot his performance, which is up on Patreon now. Make sure you chip them dollars in. And um, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. This is going to be a little different. I want you to introduce yourself, and I want you to let us know how you're doing. Uh, hello, I am Leary. I'm doing very well. I'm a little nervous. I haven't performed or been in front of the camera or seen people. Well, we didn't see that. That's not what we saw on film. Uh, again, oh. if you log on to Patreon, you can see it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it feels if I'm I feel really hyped, really happy because um, obviously they're not gonna see it. But after a couple of takes, I started feeling um, that feeling you get when you're on a stage and you just kind of forget and you just kind of yeah. wilding out and having you, fun. That Nirvana, that stage Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Uh, who who else is here with you though? Who else is here with you? Oh, I got my little baby boy Kuma right here. He is <laughs> right here on the. He couch. also makes an appearance on the performance as it well. It's on Patreon, paid dollars. On Patreon, yeah, yeah, <laughs> on Patreon. Um, but yeah, I, I, got my, I got my little baby boy here. I I just brought my wavy baby that uh, Miss Michelle bought over here. Um, and you know we sipping it, um, <laughs> so yeah, I've been doing good. Um, uh, we are launching this. This is a different project for I think for the city of Lawrence. I wanted to start something that's gonna showcase the artists out here, not just out here, but anywhere in Massachusetts, and then eventually take it over to New York and Los Angeles and just travel around doing things like this. Um, so this is a great start. I want to thank you first for coming on and giving us a shot. Because, uh, you know, people sometimes are a little bit scared when they see new things. They're like, I don't know if I want to do that. Mm -hmm. But um, I think this is going to be a great start to the season. Uh, You're the first artist. What type of music do you do? What do you label yourself as? I I label myself as a musician. I know that's corny. I'm not a rapper. But, but, but (laughs) (laughs) no, because like if you do something, own it. But um, I've been, ever since quarantine, I've been just doing a lot of different things. Um, and I really can't just label myself as one thing. Yeah. Um, cause you do do you like, you have your own recording studio, mm-hmm. you produce, mm-hmm. you write, mm-hmm. he writes, that's rare, but he writes, um, mm-hmm. and you perform mm-hmm. and what else? I also act, uh, Ooh, peep in a year. Okay. I can't really okay. say anything, but I just got Speaking a role. Speaking into existence. Yeah. I just got a role. Um, so just wait for a year if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> They'll definitely remember. Yeah. Work, work. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that or no? Yeah, I mean, I could talk as much as I want. Go I don't really know what's like, I didn't sign any papers. Okay, um, but no NDAs. I'll still be respectful. Um, I, I'm, I'm doing a project with someone and I just, I did the audition, I got the role and I'm also doing the music for it. Uh, making a complimentary EP with my crew in the studio. I just came back from a meeting with epic, them right now. Epic, epic. Um, so yeah, so that that's something else. Work that I'm doing, but that, that's that's also something on the side. It's not like of like your forte. It, I just wanted to do it because I want to shoot music videos for this album that I'm almost done with for my band Glasshouse. I'm also in a band called Glasshouse. Oh, that's right, that's uh, right. Yeah, You're in a band. All my demons come from me. Yeah. That that song bothers me now. Um, yeah, of course it blew up. <laughs> it blew up. Yeah, I actually had little B on a version of it. Um, it was really funny. 
<laughs> emails how he talks. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I have an album with that. And something I want to do is the music videos are inspired by uh, movies that I keep people keep talking to me about these movies that I don't watch. Yeah. Like, you should watch The Shining. And I'm like, it's an old-ass movie. Like, right. whatever. I'm not sitting there for that. Then, the then, way my ADHD <laughs> is set up, it's not happening. Yeah, it's a really, like, spaced-out movie. Give me the real. But it's cool. Because it's like, <laughs> the family would just be eating breakfast. Just some normal shot. But then, like, the music is just going crazy. And just like, why? Oh, God. And it's a really interesting movie. And I watched it and I got inspired. So I just keep watching these movies that are old, that I think are cool. Like yeah. the Blair Witch Project, too. Oh, I love the Blair Witch Project. And that I, I watched. Keep, and I just keep... I, w- I want to make them into, like... They're, like, they're the inspiration of it. Okay. There's all the inspiration for the music videos. Work. And I do want to act. So to get that, basically, my idea was... If I'm gonna act in these music videos, I shouldn't get my practice in that music video. I should Period. do an audition. I Period. should get into a film. I should yeah. do that. Yeah. I want to train in front of you, and I want to like do my best to become an actor. So when I do those music videos, it's like top. Oh. You know, and the same team that I am gonna use for those music videos that I've been talking to, that I've been planning with, yeah, is also the team that's doing this film. So I'm just like, eh. it'll be good because you'll be familiar with them already. So mm-hmm. I'm I, already gonna build that. Chemistry. Acting is a little different from what I've heard. Um, I did one play that I got booked for and I lasted two sessions, two rehearsals. And then I was just like, yeah, I'm good. Like, this isn't for me. Mm. Um, so it's a little different, but I want to go back and backtrack a little bit, like really, really, really get to the root. How are you? And when I ask, how are you? I don't want you to just give me a surface, but like, how's your mental? How have you been since, you know, quarantine, everything that's been happening? Um, obviously life has changed for us. You know, if you're tuning in and life didn't change for you in the past year, then, you know, I don't know what, where you've been, yeah. but life has changed for a lot of people dramatically. So I really just want to get to the root of like, how are you right now mentally? Uh, you know, especially with music. I know that a lot of artists got blocked, like mental blocks mm-hmm. because they were just like, I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. Like, I don't even know what to write about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How are you? Um, I am relieved currently right now. I'm relieved because right now. I'm seeing things are opening back up. I brought my nephew to Canopy Lake just oh, to celebrate that. Um, re- like yesterday. Um, I'm feeling relieved. But from the pandemic start to now, yeah. it's been a ride. Not just because the paranoia and also, you know, having to stay indoors, right? And not having those activities. Yeah. I'm an introvert. So yeah. me not going to events is wonderful. And that's weird <laughs> to say that's just like, oh, he goes on stage and he's crazy. That A lot of creatives are introverts. A lot of people don't understand that, mm. you know? I just don't, I just, it's not that I don't want to be around. I just don't. I, you like, like my, your peace. You value your yeah, peace. Yeah, like, he's like me. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's, like, his head is, uh... What's his name again? His Kumo. Kumo. His head is literally turned to the side. Like, I am not. Mm-hmm. I'm not here, Rachel. But um, it's, not, it's not because, like, I'm missing people. It's yeah. more because um, I had something else happen. Um, I lost my grandfather in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, wow. It was in summer. I lost my grandfather. And it was a difficult thing because that's the first time I ever, like, a lot of my grandparents and people in my family died when I was young because I was yeah. born. Like, my, my brother was, tw- like, 10 by the time I was born. Okay. So I was kind of born late. So a lot of people were just... Passing old. away. Uh, so I was young. But um, in the summer, my grandfather died. And that started in November that he came to the United States. And he doesn't speak English. So I would have to translate a lot of things for him. Yeah. So being that person to translate 
telling you that you're gonna die and everybody's looking at you really hopeful is something difficult. Yeah. So imagine telling somebody they have cancer. Yeah. And they're looking at you like, what do they say? Mm. You know? So and then seeing him and, and being there with physical therapy and translating and really helping him out, then just seeing him strong, but then like when he saw that all his appointments got canceled, he he just gave up. Yeah. And and seeing that, right? Really, really just it was hard. And it's like it, it, it was also that I didn't really have anyone to turn to. Cause yeah, you have your family, but my family's very like. But they're also going through it as well, so it's not a. Like, no, no, clear... yeah, yeah, but it's it's more that um, I we 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 got a call that he was like really bad, cause then my my uncle got him a, a place, uh, one of his houses, so he would go there instead of living with us. Yeah. And we got a call that he got sick, but like he got worse. But we we didn't think it was anything crazy. We didn't think he was gonna die that night. Yeah. So when we went there, seeing him gasp for air because his blood pressure was low, it was getting really low, and then seeing him there hearing my mom say it's okay you can let go like it's something really hard and like my mom didn't cry when he died my mom just threw her mouth to the side my brother just went outside and came back no one cried nothing like his wife was crying yeah right his roommate was but even in the funeral like my family wasn't crying my mom's sisters were all that all that um but my family wasn't crying and when you have like my mom's 60 like four and she's handicapped so i always have to be like protecting her yeah so seeing that um and seeing her not crying one day i just started bawling out and i was like i'm sorry i'm not strong enough and it's hard for her to be my support right when i'm supposed to be her support exactly that was my pandemic. My pandemic wasn't really about COVID. It was more about dealing with the loss of a family member and not and feeling like you didn't play your role how you were supposed to play your role, right? When, when that wasn't on me. Yeah. I wanted to be her support, but yeah. she ended up supporting me. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was That's that, not, that, so that not was easy at all, yeah. That's a completely different experience than from what I've been hearing from other people. So I commend you on that. And for staying strong, that's a lot of mental work that you need to do for that. And Thank emotional. I, I, I so. oh. That was that was felt. That's what that was felt. Um, Alrighty, so let's uh, reel it in real quick. Um, I want to now get into the you know conversation a little bit, and I I want you to go back and tell me about how you started you know rapping and music and and how you realized. Or when you realize that this is what your, you know, your focus is. All these entertainment, like, aspects that you're doing, acting, producing, you know, all of these things. When did you realize, you know, this is what I want to do? Um, yeah. Um, like, a week ago. Um, <laughs> a week ago. <laughs> a week Damn. Ago. No, I, um, I actually been making music my entire life. Yeah. My entire life. My brother from like my the like the most back memory I have, Dominican Republic with a cracked version of Fruity Loops. Okay. On, on, okay. On a, like, on a thick ass computer. A lot of us have had that cracked version of Fruity Loops. <laughs> a lot of us. So seeing my brother, so seeing my brother just make music. My brother's always been my inspiration and he was making music, um, Jay, and I, one night I asked him, because I would write or whatever. One night I asked him, like, can you teach me how to write? 
and he taught me how to write in like four bars. So he's like, just rhyme the same thing, right? Over just keep rhyming it four times, yeah. then change the flow and change the rhyme. And I took that and right. ran with it. And if you see the performance, I don't even I don't even stick to one. Yeah, I just kind of keep it, going. Yeah. So it just evolved from that. And um, yeah, so it was my brother. My brother would make music a lot, and just seeing him just do whatever. My, my, like I think that's why I just do a lot of things. Like yeah. I used to work at Movement City as a teacher. Mm -hmm. Now I'm doing marketing for real estate. Why? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, a big yeah, jump, yeah. right? But that's but, still a somewhat creative job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. So, still, so, so still, still like, in that realm of you know. But my brother, um, he's the reason why I do the things I do because he's so brave. Like he went. Like I remember he used to work at telemarketing, then janitor, then at the club, then he would perform, and then he went and started a, a business uh, with billboards, and then. That didn't go as well. Then he started a restaurant. That didn't go as well. Now he's into real estate. That's going really well. Mm. So seeing him just try and fail and not give a fuck and exactly. just go, I was like, fuck it, dude. I, like, <laughs> I got to say that because, uh, you know, a lot of people are afraid to fail. Uh, mm -hmm. And in failure is where you really learn. Um, I'm on the same boat. I've gone through a lot of things, gone through a lot of jobs. This interview is about me now. I've gone through a lot of things, <laughs> gone through a lot of jobs, but I, I'm not afraid to, you know, fail anymore. I used to feel so scared to fail and I would never quit a job or I would hold that pride. Like I got to pay this rent and make sure that I stay living in New York or whatever. But mm -hmm. now it's just like, I don't look at any of that as a failure. I look at it as a lesson and look at where we are now. Look at where we are today. Yeah. I would never be in this position three or four years ago, you know? So yeah, that's good that you look up to your brother uh, in those in those moments mm -hmm. and then i have a lot of people around me that are like that like yeah you right now right that are not afraid to try a lot of things right because you never know you never know what might be good and i remember like going back to music i want to keep it in music i keep just I have adhd like cool you, actually, yo we both have adhd i'm diagnosed by the way it's not that i have adhd, well, I I have ADHD. do not give me that no because every single time i say that people are like okay let's not slide down no it's like it's no like you're gonna I learn do shut up <laughs> <laughs> now nah, but but back into music um i've always felt comfortable hiding behind an 808 i would confess things in music that i would never say in a comfortable behind an 808 yeah album cover right there <laughs> just nato it <laughs> nah but uh yeah so that's why i always stick to, stuck to music because yeah. i always felt comfortable hiding behind it and um it's just fun and then the community that comes with that too that's mm. why i started the studio actually i got my studio fun fact i got my studio from a, a i was performing a samani pana and um a, a, i had a family friend that was my brother's friend that really liked the performance and he just gave me money and he was like start a studio Word. Do your thing. And Word. I was like, facts. I built a computer. I rented a space. I had the pay, like, the rent paid for like six months. <laughs> I had everything. And then I started asking friends. I'm like, you throwing away couches? And then that's how I have that yeah. space. But what was the question? Like, what, what, what do I, what do I focus on? Why did you, on? yeah. What did you, what made you start it? Oh, oh. So my brother, right. And I just kept going in it. And when I realized that this is what I wanted to do was the other day. Because I, I do a lot. But then I noticed one day I was just I was just around I was driving and then it hit me I was like when I wake up I think about music when I'm working out I'm running thinking about music video ideas to other people's songs or my own songs right I'm always thinking about verses I'm always thinking about just music and then I was like okay if that wasn't around what would I be thinking about what would I be doing what would mm -hmm. be my plan like I work to pay the bill for the studio right and I'm acting because I want to make the music video and everything just goes back into it 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, and I was like, okay, you take that away. What am I? Because my, bro- like going back to my brother, no diss Jeffrey, but he <laughs> stopped making music. Yeah. And I was telling him like, why did you stop? And he's like, oh, I'm too old now. AJ, uh, I, <laughs> like, what does it matter? Right. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that, that's why, that's why I focus on it because that's what I focus on. Like, I just realized that that's all I do. That's all I plan. That's all I, if you, bro, I have like over like 2000 notes. All of them songs. Oh, wow. All of them songs. That's insane. So, so, you know, I'm always writing. If I'm bored, I just write a verse. And that's just how it is. It's that focus, though. Mm -hmm. That focus to sit down and write a verse. You know what I'm saying? Like, writing is something that a lot of people don't realize. Like, you really got to work at it. You can't just write a song. You know, you got to do, you got to have 2000 notes of verses to find that one song that you're like, I want to record this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and after you understand that music isn't about like, I want to make this song. It's more like I want to make a song that makes me feel what I felt. Period. From when I, you know, when I yep. heard that. Right. Yep. That's actual inspiration. So um, and like, if you really like something, you're not going to notice when you have 2000 notes. You're going to be like, oh, shit, I have 2000 <laughs> notes. I made an album uh, when I made Demons. I made an album, too. Yeah. So the idea was Demons video album right made demons kept making music after we kept making the album and i was like bro these songs are way better so then i was working on this album plexi since 2017 to now yeah. and all those songs are gone <laughs> brand new songs dude and it sounds nothing like demons it's good because going back to, to how COVID affected it um, I didn't get writer's block. Matter of fact, I think I unlocked something else because um, I would always make music thinking about the crowd, right? Okay. I was always think I would always think about how would they react, right? And it's like you make music, you 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 put the breathers in there, you blah 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 blah, right? But if you hear Devil's Cake, do not take a breath. That is yo, wait wait song. wait 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 wait, because we gotta get into Devil's Cake. First. <laughs> We got to get into Devil's Cake because when I heard, if you haven't heard Devil's Cake, go stream it now. It's on all platforms, right? It's also on YouTube for free. On YouTube for free. It's like, whatever. It's giving what it's supposed to have been gave, period. That was the first song that I heard from you that I was like, yo, I went crazy. I was like reposting. <laughs> I'm like, the way this man just went the fuck off Is on that this. Aisha? No. No, that's outside. That's the first one. That one is a cute uh, chart topper. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I can see where he's going with this. He's trying to, you know, it can be on the billboard. I can see this mainstream. Mm-hmm. But Devil's Cake is that song that you find on the album that you're like. It's an album cut. It's like a deep like, cut. Like, how the fuck did nobody listen to this song? <laughs> and that, those, like, the bars, the way that you were spitting, the feeling behind it. There was so many lines uh, that I was just like, this is how I feel a lot of times. So the song was about a lack of opportunity. Yep. Okay. That's what it is. Okay, so, okay. so that's what did you want? Is that what that's you what I got. That's so the first verse is that. So I was t- I was giving examples of people I grew up with that had to do things that they wouldn't have done if they were in the position they were born in. Because people think, people think people do things like nobody wants a criminal record. Period. Like I've never met somebody that's like I want to sell drugs. Like no, you want to chill. Like <laughs> drug dealers are lazy. Like right. You know, like they like they're just people. So it's mm-hmm. like um. I wrote a song. The first one is examples of people that are around me, right, that have a lack of opportunity. And then the second verse is I, I have an example of someone that I felt like gave me that lack of opportunity that had me in the seat. But because maybe because I'm like a little weird or maybe because I'm not like a thug or anything, maybe. Yeah. I they didn't give me that opportunity. They gave it to somebody else that they felt like, you know, maybe he, you know, I could see him in here because 
you know, he looks like he's, you know. When you said you gatekeeping niggas better, I was like. I was talking about terminology. I name oh my god! <laughs> I name dropped. Them. I sat I there a and I said, <laughs> "I said, oh, something. This is something right here." But it's not. But it's not. But it's not like. And it was. It wasn't a diss. It wasn't like. But it was a heart. cute little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it was. It was a little <laughs> jab, just because it was like. Because it was like I. Because the reason why I chose him specifically because there was two instances that I I was with him. I performed for him, and he was like, "Oh, that's cute." And then the second one. I sent him Demons before it came out. I was like, look, can I get your number? I want to show this, blah, blah, blah. And Demons isn't like a song that it's just like, oh, I'm rapping. Like, no, like there's actual like Bia's on there. We do like chords with vocals. Mm-hmm. Like we tried. I got yep. Wes in there. So like play the guitar. Like we try to make an actual song. And I'm like, look, effort, right? Yeah. And then I get ignored, right? So I'm like, okay, this is somebody I can use for that. that that's a, like a good example of someone that could have gave me an opportunity. Could have been like, hey, look, see these new things, right? Go to these studios, meet these people, right? But then to go see a DJ, then that DJ told me, oh, I don't know. So he was just an example. It wasn't that like I hate the dude. Because honestly, like if he hears the song, he's probably gonna be like in his slippers at his house with his kids and be yeah. like, damn, I guess. Like he's not gonna care. But yeah. that's the reason why I chose him. And that's the like he was just an example of somebody of lack of opportunity. And that song is a really good example of what I'm talking about in COVID. So I put those two songs together um because um those are examples of uh, music made in COVID. So outside, I made it literally the day after lockdown happened. So the Mar- March 13th, right? Love Nope. Oh. <laughs> so March 13th, right? I made um, I made that song. Uh, I, I was just in the studio, then I called Isha, and then Isha came over, and then we just did the verse. Um, and that one, I made music thinking about the crowd, like I was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Right? I made music thinking about the crowd, and that's why it sounds like that. That's why it has those spaces. That's why it's all spaced out. Then Devil's Kick, I made a little bit of it, and then I wrote the verse like like the weekend before I dropped it, right? Um, not thinking about the crowd. Reason being is because during the pandemic for a year there was no crowd. Right. There was nobody. There was um, there was only IG Live. Yeah, but I, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I, I, like I used to make music thinking about the crowd, so. I was like, okay, I need to do this, I need to do that so that I could breathe and then it won't be too weird for people if I yell. But then I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to yell. I'm going to make the music that I want to make because I like it when artists do this, but usually artists rap like that for yeah. like, a, like a pocket. Yeah. I want to do that for a whole song. Yeah. So when COVID happened, um, and it's still happening, but like when I just got more used to not having a crowd, I got more used to not thinking about the other person while making the song. So. Those two songs are just a representation of like when the pandemic started, my mindset making music and the paradigm shift after. Perfect. So that that's why they're bundled together. Okay. Pause. So you talked about uh, the two songs being released together. What was basically your motivation for that? Like, was it just like, oh, I just need to fucking release music? Like, uh, everybody in my circle was like, dude, what are you doing? You have, you have no music on. Yeah. I'm like, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, I feel like what, that's, what am I gonna do with it? That's a common thing that uh, people who make music hear all the time. Like, there's always that need, but because uh, people live in 15 minute attention spans, they're like, "Why don't you have something new out?" And you're like, "I just put a project out. Like, Being let it live." With you, I regret dropping the songs just yeah. because, like, I wanted to drop when it wouldn't just be a conversation for two weeks and forgotten, mm. right? People talk about it here and there, but um, like the songs. 
Like, I, I was driving over here, and then one of my friends was listening to it, and then they just drove by me. I'm like, oh, snap. But, hey. But the universe. Yeah, but do like, it. <laughs> but I rather, I rather, and I, this is going to sound pretentious as hell, but I rather just make an experience. Like, hey, have you, have you, <laughs> you're a bit, you know what it is? It's not pretentious. It's you understand the vision. Mm. I feel like people release music, uh, like myself. We just release music <laughs> just to fucking release music. I. I can't say it enough, but like, for instance, this this past uh, J. Cole run, uh, you know, he actually did interviews and there was actually promo and there was actually like, it, it was wasn't a surprise stuff, drop. You know what I'm saying? Like how everyone's trying to do now. I'm going to do a surprise drop. Not everyone can pull off of Beyonce. Let Beyonce do what Beyonce does. Y'all need to stay in your lane and promote your shit and let it live a little bit longer. So I understand what you're trying to say, making an experience. Uh, so I fuck with that. <laughs> It's gone. It's gone. And J. Cole's press run wasn't even that major. Yeah, J. Cole's press run was not huge. It was just a couple interviews, but like uh, Charlemagne on The Breakfast Club actually pointed out, he's like, nobody does press runs. Like, nobody. People stop doing interviews too. Yeah, yeah. It's People like, where, where is the conversation I about fell your project? I love with Tyler the Creator because of his interviews. Izzy. Right? The door. Sorry. I fell in love with Tyler Creator because of his interviews. Because he'll just go on there and he'll just, he wouldn't care. <laughs> and I fell in love with his personality. Then I heard his music and I was like, okay, that fits. Yeah. So yeah, like I, I love that. And I feel like after a while, it just kind of got annoying because a lot of, because from what I've seen, they just kind of poke at you to try to get a story. Yeah. And I can see how that's like, oh, I don't want to get antagonized. You know? So speaking of making it an experience, what does that mean for the next upcoming project? Oh, what does that constitute? Yeah, um, I feel like it's just overall the artistic vision needs to be there. So I have this album, Plexi, right? Plexi. And, and I keep and I and I made a video a while ago, and then at the end I was like, Plexi coming soon, but not soon, whatever. Um, and the idea of it was um, Glasshouse Plexi, and it would be music videos, it would be clothing, it would be photo shoots, it would be. Uh, a, a change in me physically, right? It would be um, just when you listen to it, it brings you... Like, I want people to listen to my music, right? And think back to like, oh, man, remember 2021? Like, this takes me back to that. Like, I want people to get nostalgic, right? Okay. I don't want to start anything. I don't want to do anything besides just leaving an impact because when you go to disney world right you you gonna remember disney world you gonna remember disney you gonna world remember you disney world yeah like you don't even see the employees walking around you don't even see like light poles or nothing it's yeah. just the rides and it's like 4d this is an experience like you're there you're, you're in the world and that's what's entertaining oh my god yeah. <laughs> i need to hug him go ahead go ahead go ahead do it do it do it do it do it <laughs> Guys, one of my best friends, Izzy, just walked in, and we're all just mutual friends, so it's happening. It's happening. It's a moment. Get it on film. Get this on film. So, yeah, your next project. You want to make it an experience, Disney World, in the person. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah I, 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 just, I just use Disney World as an example because they, they make you feel like you're a part of something, right? And everything that I love always makes me feel like I'm a part of something. So bring it back to Tyler, the creator. Um, when you go to his concerts, you can see the meanest looking dude, right? With a striped colored shirt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it like makes <laughs> And he's just like not caring. I love Tyler, the creator. I recently just got into him. He's pretty good. He's really yeah. good, actually. Not not pretty good. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in it. You were living. Well, we already saw it. Like he literally threw the dog in the air. <laughs> he was just like, hey, 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 well, hey, that hey. Too. Like I wanna, I wanna do, and I'm just saying this all because it's like. Whatever, like, it doesn't really matter. Like you know, if just as matter as well as you, you know, you're just gonna do it regardless. But like, I also want to do concerts that are interesting. Like I had, I had an idea. Themes, that, bring yeah. themes back for concerts. Bring those back. Where yeah. where did that go? No, but like that's why it's called plexing. So okay. the idea with plexing is what is plexiglass? It's fake glass, yeah, yeah. indestructible, right? So the 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 idea of the album is becoming undestructible, right? Ooh, becoming okay. plexi, but plexi is fake, so it's a front. You get me? So that's the idea of the album and then top to bottom. Yeah. So, but it's Glasshouse and I want to do like the whole movie thing. Like it, it, there's a lot to it, right? So I, the whole idea behind it was how can I make something that is not just going to be a conversation for two weeks, you know? And make an impact. I, yeah. Because a lot of people are like, I'm going to come out with another video. Like just keep milking something. <laughs> so, okay. So, so, okay. So, so, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you grow up here? I, I, I did grow up here. Yeah, Where yeah. you born here? I was not born here. You I were born, born in um, San, San, oh. Santiago. Okay, okay. I was about to say Santo Domingo. All right, where? So, can you tell us? Hey. Okay. Liriano. Oh, you know what? You actually, uh, my stepfather's last name is Liriano. Oh, Spells really? it the same way as you, hey, so. Okay. Uh, so let's take it back a little bit. I want you to talk a little bit more about your influences growing up. Uh, you said Tyler, the creator. You're really down with Tyler. Uh, who else? Uh, for, okay. So in DR, my biggest influence was Daddy Yankee. Uh, rompe, rompe, rompe. <laughs> because I remember being young and watching them in the music videos and like loving the energy on the song, like how aggressive it was, right? And people loved it and they just kept going with it and it didn't matter, yeah, right? And I really liked that and I gravitated to that. Then after reggaeton, I went to um, live in Lawrence when I was five. Sorry, I went to live in Lawrence when I was five, and when I got to my uncle's house where I was gonna stay at, um, they were watching MTV and they were watching Ludacris Get Back. Get back, get back! You don't know me like that. I would sing that. Don't song. bring that song. <laughs> when I was when the I, memories behind that, that song. When I was uh, when I was five, I used to sing that song every day, every day. Your only two English words that you knew. No, I knew the whole. Get song. back! <laughs> hey, how you get back? I didn't even know English. I was just saying what I thought he might have said. <laughs> what? What? Word of mouth. Yeah. Mm. Word of mouth. You found it in the street? Yes, I was like eight years old. He's just like, oh, shit. Yeah, it was one of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so he dropped it. One of my friends, he dropped it on the street. He's like, I'm hood now. And I love the video because it was, um, it was, uh, he, he was like this big buff dude. Yep. And then somebody was trying to like be like, hey, yo, man, blah, blah, blah. And then it was, Get back. But I loved it because it was so over the top. It was so extra. And I, my mom's music, my, my dad likes to listen to classical music. Mm. My mom mm. likes more like ballads. 
and I liked Daddy Yankee, and I, I, I noticed that I really like things that are just over, like over the top, jumping the shark. You like the artistry of things. You don't mm-hmm. just like to do it superficially. You like to dig into it and figure out what it is that's going on. Mm-hmm. How can you make it bigger? Mm-hmm. Which is something that a lot of artists do not do. And a lot of artists always says like, yo, I'm just trying to do it different, but then like use a YouTube beat. So it's like, they always... <laughs> I feel like shots are being fired. I mean, whatever. It's just general. If you got offended, whatever. Uh, but, <laughs> but, um, but but it's, it's, it's true. Like, um, I just want to do stuff that when I was little, if I would have watched it, I would have been like, wow. Yeah. I wish that was me. Because when I was little, I used to just eat, like, imagine I was in the movie. Imagine I was in the music video. Thought that was me. Like, I feel I like, that. so when you were younger, um, I think I was teaching dance at Movement City and you were a student. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember you. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then from there, I moved to New York and then I come back and you're an instructor and they're like, oh, he used to be a student. And I'm like, Okay, well, I don't know. He wasn't a dance student, so usually if they're not dancers, I don't really interact. You know how I do at work. Mm -hmm. And then um, the first time that I was like, this person is someone that I need to know was when I saw you at an open mic for Movement City. Shout out Movement City. And um, you performed Demons. And I stood there and I said, this person is not your typical person you know, I want to I want to make music. This is not that. This is someone who really, like, at an open mic, blew the room away. Mm. People in the room were singing the lyrics. The vibe They're was the... Yo! I didn't have to sing it. Yo! <laughs> you were, like... And you were working that room like nobody has ever worked that open mic. So I was like, yo... I was... My breath was taken away, and I was just like, I need to respect this man because he is like he is top-notch professional like you know you went to an open mic and a lot of other people go to open mics and they're just like i'm just gonna do this you know Um, (laughs) we see this once a month we we know what it's like you know um and i'm talking shit because i I ain't never gonna get up there but uh i do this this is the shit that i do but y'all you went up there and you just ate it and then uh the other gentleman you were with uh yeah you guys really killed that. And that song, once I heard it that that first night, one, it was catchy. Two, it made me feel a type of way about something. Mm-hmm. And three, I was just like, this is a hit. This is deeper than a two-week track or a, a two-week conversation. I this ran is, that song for a year. This, this I mean, <laughs> and it deserved it. It deserved its time because it lives, in my book, it lives as a classic from, you know, not to label you, because I hate when people are like, oh, you're just local. You're a local artist. It doesn't matter. That's what I am. You know me. what I'm saying? So it, it, when we think about local music, that is a staple. So like when I, when I go to a, like my friend's house, my uh, George's house or whatever, and I pull up local artists and I'm, they're like, yo, who's this? Who's this? Who's this? And I'm like, I play that song. And they're like, yo, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm telling you about. And, yeah, and I'm always telling them, like, this isn't Lawrence. Like, this isn't our city. And we're here worried about, you know, Kim Kardashian and all this other shit. But look at these people that we really do have that we need to put on a platform and push, you know. Uh, so going back to that, like, when you were younger and, like, seeing your inspiration and then, like, seeing you, like, how you take your time in between your releases. Mm-hmm. And you don't really, like, focus on, like, oh, you know, people are telling me I need to release something. Uh, you know, you you're kind of just, like... You grew, though, from Demons, and then you came out with Outside, and then you came out with Devil, and I was just like, no. 
There and was, they don't even sound like they would come from the same they're, they're this. I was like, he's not <laughs> sitting at home watching television. He is studying. You're working, mm. you know? And that's the things that a lot of people don't see. They just hear the good songs. They hear the, oh, this is a hit. This is that. You should, you should do a video, bro. You should do this. Oh, yo, I could shoot you. I know my boy over there. But it's like, it's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. And it's the meaning behind it. Devil's Cake, I said, I swear to God, I, I died. I died in my car when I heard that. <laughs> I said, okay. Uh, outside, automatically, like I already said it, you know, it's, it was a hit. It sounds like a hit. Uh, you know, I can't wait to hear the album. Mm. Um, I know that it's, we got a lot more coming from you. You're doing the movie. You're doing the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. You're doing the the Plexi album. You got this amazing tour that you're planning in your head, I'm sure. <laughs> and um, yeah, right, right, right. What I was planning to do for the release party, I wanted to cause, cause release party. Re, re, who release party? Like, come on now. I wanted to do. Um, I wanted to rent something. I'm, I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't. Because every single time I say something, it never. Someone steals it, but <laughs> no. but basically, I want to do a release party and I want to do it for free. I, I know you said buying tickets, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I I'll do donations probably, but I want to do um. That's okay. If you do donations, babe. Just because I um, like, I I don't I don't like that idea. Like, oh, pay to see me. Like, who the fuck am I? You don't like, like that idea, but uh, now nah, I'm gonna interject. Do you ever see yourself behind the machine? What does that mean? The machine pushing everything, pushing the money, doing what it needs to do, having a manager who's going to really, like, get you the income and everything, sell those tickets, uh, mm. sell your, your albums, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I know you. I know that you're a type of person where you're like, you know, I don't really, I don't really care about, about that. You know, it's not really mm -hmm. that. But would you ever sign a contract with Atlantic Records or something like that? Um, that's a conversation. Because, um, when it, and I studied this, when it comes to, to labels, I feel like you can do... Because a label, all it gives you is a budget, and then you find a team, right? So if you just have and a then team, you got to make that money back, and you got to make that money back. So it's just a loan, mm. right? Right, with, with right, right. So it's like if if you can make the money on your own to fund your own project to do it and to show people that you could do it on your own and do the promo. I'm, I do. I do real estate, so my job right now is to market a house to be able to sell a five hundred thousand dollar house. To someone. I think mm -hmm. I could sell a dollar song. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, so I don't think unless it gets too big that um, I need someone to be able to get me that connection to get into that venue to to get my CDs in a place to get my whatever. Right. But in the age of streaming, um, you don't even need a leading single. Period. Right. So it's like um, I feel like we live in an age where music, the way to consume it there's a lot of ways to do it and it's just untapped, mm -hmm. right? Like, how come people don't do more visual albums? Mm -hmm. How come people don't um, make websites that are all that are part of the experience, that mm -hmm. change? That, how come you can update a song? You heard it? Like, websites? What happened to websites? <laughs> we were doing websites at 12 years old, like my generation at least. Like, what happened to HTML and all that? I, I actually, for, for, for what I do, I actually also make websites for people too. Work. So, so, <laughs> so that's why I mentioned websites is because that's like something that I'm like, yeah, like what happened to websites? Like it's something really cool. Um, people just go on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. Um, but I forgot the question. <laughs> I don't know where I'm at. You done got me because I don't forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next one. No, we were talking about like how you want to take it a little deeper, uh, doing tours. Uh, oh, being behind the t behind the machine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 um, 
if I can just invest money into it and show that you can just do it, and everybody's like, yeah, you could do it on your own. If you could act like actually do it on your own yeah. and actually pray for promo and actually do the video and actually have a layout of how you're going to drop everything and schedule everything and post everything and treat it like it's an actual fucking job instead of a hobby that you just do on the side. I need, I need people to listen. Then, then I think you could do it because people are like, yo, how come? Like, for example, like I never drop, right? And that's not even on purpose. That's just because I'm like, ah, it's not good enough. Right. But that song I just performed, that was one of my eyes. Ah, not good enough. Right. <laughs> and I mean, me. but I, but I, <laughs> but I see it as like practice. Right. I, I get a producer that I don't know. Right. Or I sit in a room with a person I'm not really that comfortable with. And I see it as a sparring partner. Like, oh, can I make this guy's like jaw drop? Right. And I just go off and I just try. Right. But um, even if those bars don't ever end up on an actual song I drop, um, is that practice? Right. And I want to be able to just make not be bothered and i feel like a, a label would be a bother right. right i even have it all set up with my distributor with the people i work with right the percentages and all that that pays them automatically after we get streams right right so 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 that's my whole thing is the machine is just being organized and treating it like a job and like doing the groundwork for it and then moving forward on it like yeah focus on your music yeah. but also yeah. understand that you, know, you need a, a bmi yeah. right? you need an ascap yeah. But th those things you can get on your own, you know. That's what I'm saying. You, don't you can get anything. those things on your own. You pay a small fee. Mm -hmm. uh, I think BMI is free. It, yeah, it's all free. And also, um, my studio, the name of it is ID, Imported Dreams. And I have a bunch of artists, a bunch of individuals that I've just... Um, what? Not you. Oh. <laughs> I have a bunch of I have a bunch of artists. I have a bunch of people that are working with me Yeah. Um, that do multiple things that... It's not a group. It's not a music collective. It's a community. Mm -hmm. And it's a community of people that just like share similar interests mm -hmm. and we share mm -hmm. that advice. Right. Like like um, Michael's making a film right now and he's not going to drop for a while just because he wants to do that run. He wants to get everything perfect. Like, yeah, you could do a film, but where's the trailers? You know? right. So <laughs> right. There's that part. All right. Cool. I mean. You know, we, we dived into a little bit of your past. We dived into a little bit of the music that you've been releasing, uh, the Plexi album, the tour, the movie. Um, so You're making me sound so big, bro. Like, uh, you are. You are. Eight. Listen. Apartment. Listen. <laughs> Ain't nobody got to know. That's where everybody starts. There's a lot of uh, people that I know that have started on the street. So you are, you are already a, a bit <laughs> bigger than them. So... Um, but I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I want to thank you again for coming on. I appreciate it so, so much. Reality Podcast. I want to shout out Natural Native and Jay Maziah. We got Izzy in the building. We got nothing but good vibes up in here. Kumo? Kumo is not paying me any mind as he should. <laughs> um, if you guys are tuning into the podcast Know that you can find this on YouTube If you're looking for the performance You are going to be able to find it on Patreon So do you want to give any shout outs to anybody? I want to give a shout out to Izzy uh, thank okay. you for uh, being a present in my. Pre thank you for your presence being a present. <laughs> You're great, dude. You literally like you made me. You made me super hype. Um, <laughs> and I want to give a. He's coming on film. He's coming Another on film. Hug. And the sequel. The hug. The sequel. On film. On film. Live. Live. Period. I'm done. And I also want to give a shout out to everybody that um did get that block. You know, give everybody that kept trying. 
right? I want to give a, sh- a shout out to people that like kept trying, right? Right. Um, it's not about perseverance; it's about the attempt. You know, it's about just just doing what you do. Yeah. So no, that's all I wanted to do. Word. Thank you, but thank you so much for bringing me out here. Of thank course. you for you guys for of being course. super like nice. I've never been to a space that like I felt loved like no. this. Like <laughs> it's really cool. But then Izzy just came in here and I was like, oh my god. It's like seeing Mickey Mouse. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. Work. All right, y'all. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. My name is Ruzales, and I'm blasting off. <laughs>